Good afternoon and welcome to Markets in Midday. It's Harry here for Market Matters on Tuesday, the 9th of August. Uh, the ASX is currently up just three points. It's plus 0.05% to 7,023. We were opening lower at the uh, this morning. We're down to 70.12, but we've been as high as 70.34 as well. So pretty tight trading range. 22 points just, uh, just you know, just tacking around uh, where we closed yesterday, basically. Um, in terms of the sectors, the tech sector is up 0.88%. Discretionary is up 0.75%. The surprising thing about today is we're marginally higher, but the financial sector is down at 0.81%. Uh, that's a big sector of the our index, and uh, for that to be down 08 and us to be flat, that's a pretty impressive effort. Utilities are the second worst sector, that's down 0.66%. Uh, Lake Resources, LKE, is up 11.16%. Megaport MP1 is up 8.07%. Liontown Resources, LTR, is up 7.14%. The weaker stocks, NAB, NAB, down 3.55%. Imugene, IMU, down 3.51%. And Block, SQ2, down 3.11%. We'll talk about NAB first, their third quarter trading update today. Cash earnings of $1.8 billion uh, for the quarter. Revenue was up 2% thanks to higher volumes. Net interest margin was slightly lower, though. They blame that on increasing competition in the space. Um, and uh, I guess the roll-off of fixed interest loans uh, versus variable loans would weigh on net interest margins near term. You would expect that to start to normalise um, as those um, as those fixed interest loans start to come off and move back to variable and they get that bump of, uh, of that interest rate as well. They said expenses were 1% higher, higher employee costs, was slightly offset by productivity. Their capital ratio, the CET1 ratio, is 11.6%, which is pretty strong, uh, but was down in the quarter. But they did pay a dividend and uh, bought back a bit of stock in the quarter. So, um, so you know, sort of six for one there on uh, on the CET1. It's still a pretty strong number there. Um, I guess the net interest margin uh, commentary is what's weighing on the stock today. It's down 3.5%. CBA is down more than 1%, and Westpac's down pretty heavily as well. ANZ's holding up the best at the moment, uh, but uh, like I said, financials down almost, well, down 0.8 of a percent at the moment. Um, it's, uh, it's a pretty big hit to our, our market, but uh, the rest of the market seems to be supporting that and offsetting it so far. Looking at Megaport, MP1, they're out with their FY22 results. It's largely pre-announced, these numbers are their quarterly. Revenue of $110 million was in line. EBITDA was a slight miss of a loss of $10.2 million. They did provide some commentary around uh, their customer data. So how that customer, you know, when, they, when they start their journey with Megaport, where they end up now, the customer maturity has deteriorated. So they're getting lower revenue and lower services per customer these days. This was sort of known, but um, I guess the extent of that's pretty, pretty um, you know, it's pretty shocking to see that in, in numbers. You know, now that they're getting less than half the revenue per customer than they were in FY26, they do have really low churn rates, though. So if you look at their FY14 customers, new customers from there, they've only had 7% churn from those. So overall, it looks an okay result. I guess the stock's up 8.07% 8, 8. at the moment. I think a lot of that has to do with um, with the short position that was in the stock. This was the news flow that was meant to be shocking. Um, it's bad, but it's not as bad as feared. Uh, the shorts are covering. The, the stock actually opened down. Um, and was down about 5% early on and has ripped since then. Um, and I think a lot of that has to do with those traders um, having a buyback stock on um, on the back of their short positions. But overall, not 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 a great result, not a bad result, and it was enough to keep this stock moving higher. Uh, looking at REA Group, um, they're up 3.33%. Their second half results, so I guess, turn it a full year result. We'll talk about their second half numbers here. 
They said uh, residential numbers remain pretty resilient, uh, particularly in that fourth quarter, which is reasonably surprising given all the downbeat news in uh, in our Australian resi sector at the moment. Uh, helping their top line up 16% year on year for the second half. EBITDA was a small beat after some valuations adjustments they had in there. They said July listings were up 7% nationally, which is pretty positive. Sydney and Melbourne, key, they were up in the teens as well. So really strong uh, listing growth in uh, in the big cities. Uh, they are targeting uh, more positive cost momentum, so a bit of improvement uh, in terms of their margins there. Um, the India push, so they pushed into the India market. That's weighed on the results. So their losses in India have expanded, but overall, sort of better than feared, I guess. And the, particularly that commentary around um, where they were in July, how they've done uh, since the turn of the financial year. Market's taken that reasonably well, and the stocks up a little bit on the back of that. Looking at Asian markets at the moment, Japan's Nikkei is down 0.85%. Hong Kong's Hang Seng is down 0.32%. US futures are marginally higher, nothing uh, to really write home about there. 0.4% higher for the S&P 500 futures at the moment. Um, there's not a lot of data to look out for in the US tonight. There is inflation data tomorrow night, but we'll focus on that one in tomorrow's uh, markets at midday. So for now, that's all I've got for you. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. And as always, look out for the afternoon report.